Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Cutting Weight. We're coming to you live. Actually, no, we're not. We're coming to you recorded. Recorded, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from Cutting Weight Cabin. Um, it's an exciting time, man. We're just past uh, the Christmas the Christmas time and heading into the new year, and it's uh, send lawyers, guns, and money. The shit has hit the fan here. So we've got a new uh, keg that's been tapped here in Cutting Weight Cabin. I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. It's the uh, Headhunters uh, IPA from Fatheads in uh, Strongsville, Ohio. Yeah. I actually was going to go out there uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was too crowded. I couldn't get in. But it looked really cool. Very cool. New. It's probably been, what, maybe two years or so since they opened it up. It looks awesome. So check what's it out. The, what's the occupancy in there with everyone's head being so fat? Is it? Well, they used to be six. Expect? Now it's three because you got to cut that in half. So. Yeah. So if you're, but at, I think different days above of the, average size head. Different days of the week they have normal size head days. Yeah, and th- <laughs> weekends fat heads only. <laughs> Jim, did we go to their the old fat heads on their, our beer tour? Yeah, it was by like a Westgate Mall or something. It was like a mall in Lorraine there. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the new place is pretty sweet. So what 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 exactly are we drinking here from Fat Heads, Mike? So, uh, lucky enough to go to Red Wine and Brew in Chesterland, Ohio, and pick up a six-barrel for the uh, for the keg who, um, that you guys have heard of in previous episodes. And if you haven't, then you're not a uh, you're not you know really a fanatic listener. And go ahead and turn this off because we don't we don't want you. What what's, what's follows is not for you. No, Mike, <laughs> yeah. Mike, I think we do want them. I mean, I've seen our numbers. Oh, yeah, we okay. want more. We, we want, more we want to get them up. All more right, so, okay. yeah. Whoever that was in Malaysia and Tunisia, go ahead. <laughs> Turn tell, it, tell, tell your friends, down. tell your friends. But Headhunter, uh, Headhunter IPA is fantastic. It's pouring especially well today from the uh, from the kegerator, and I and it is an aggressively dry hopped West Coast style IPA with a huge hop display of pine, grapefruit, citrus, and pineapple. A punch you in the mouth brew for those who truly love their hops. Uncivilized, yes. Aggressive, yes. Absolutely award-winning, hell yes. I I would have to agree. I mean, we were talking a little bit before we came on about you know, I think every beer we've drank, the description is like eerily similar, yeah. <laughs> and, and every one of them has like it's aggressively hopped. Yeah. So what? How, how does do you, that yeah, differentiate how do from hop? just standard style hopping? They're just hopping the fuck out of something. I think it's. I think if you just take a like a Randy Macho Man Savage Slim Jim commercial you know, and <laughs> take him into the brewery, like, hey, who's who's hopping these brews? Hey, you throw those hops in there, spike them in there. You're aggressive. That wasn't aggressive enough. You call that an aggressive hopping? You just laid him in there like you're putting him to bed. We want these hops to fucking blow your fucking minds out. I want. Whoa, hey, who who put that wet hop in there? God damn it, this is a dry hop IPA. Who's wet hopping this IPA? My goodness. You bunch of slack-jawed, sissy, pussy motherfuckers wet hopping this dry hop. That's who it is. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse the Body Ventura, and Carl Weathers. It's it's the Predator. Basically, the cast from the Predator is all dry hopping. (laughs) The fuck out of shit. Yeah. And it's it's akin to dry humping, I think. Can you you explain that? Yeah. Shane, if we got to explain it to you, then you've never been able yeah, to do no, it. So. Shane, I'm, I'm not going to explain it to you. <laughs> you don't have to explain dry humping to me. <laughs> well, I think I might. <laughs> I think I'm not I sure might. how it's akin to dry humping. 
<laughs> don't be don't be confused with dry humping and jean jamming. Although they seem loosely related, they are far from similar. I remember I went into uh, Fat Edge Brewery and I, I went back in and they run it a little bit like a sweatshop. I went back in and I saw somebody that was just passively dry hopping some of their IPAs and they got the ever living they got their asses handed to them i bet i mean you you try to passively hop there was a guy who grabbed he had just grabbed some hops and had just kind of with both of his hands cupped them ever so gently. like like a then, like a baby bird right and then he laid them in and and somebody came in and saw him and like, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> You spike them in there with both hands. We aggressively dry hop this. You call that hopping? Okay. That, but I guess that was just a question. You know, we were we were wondering the difference between standard style, baby bird style, and aggressive <laughs> yeah. style hopping. And uh, I don't know if we'll ever f- officially know, but something I, to think about when you're drinking these yeah. beers. A passively wet hopped IPA is something you never want to see. No. Maybe we need a brewer. We gotta find a brewer to bring on. Explain, that, that, explain all this to that us. That would be a good idea. Speaking of bringing people on here, we do have a very special, special guest today. I see what you did there. Okay. And he is a friend of the show. Um, he's been listening since probably earlier this morning, I think, <laughs> hardcore. Good friend of mine. Um, I've known I've known him for several years now. We're you know good family friends. And I thought he would be a nice addition to come on and share some stories, you know, talk with the guys. I know he was very, very excited to be here today. I think being a you know a huge listener, uh, he told me on the ride over. You know, he's like Jim. I'm I'm actually kind of nervous. You know, I've I've heard so much about the cutting weight cabin. You know, it it's, it has such a special place in my heart. I don't know. Like, do I belong here? I'm like, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> but. He won the sweepstakes of the one person we have confirmed have listened to an episode. I mean, he was the only one that actually entered the sweepstakes. That's true. Well, so his chances were good. But without further ado, we're going to bring on Dan Plato. Dan, how are hey, you? Good to be here. Good to be here, guys. When I bid on this at a charity auction, I didn't know the cutting weight experience would, would actually happen like this. I'm so pleased to be yeah. here. Well, I, mean, so- I bet I go all the way back to episode two because Jim told me not to listen to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> he said, dip it. <laughs> Why? Because he, he wasn't on it. Yeah, Jim wasn't on he episode goes, one. I start in episode two, so <laughs> so you're not. But you're not surprised. No, that no, Jim doesn't I, I care said, about anything but himself. I said, I said, Dan, if you want, you can listen to episode one, but just save yourself some time and just go right to episode two. That's when it starts getting good. Yeah. So I, I don't know. <laughs> Someday I'll go back and catch up. <laughs> don't, don't bother. I think you've, I think you're, yeah. you're you've right been through enough you already. already. But that, you're right. Friend and big fan of the show. So I appreciate all the art that goes into this. Seeing it live today has just kind of proved that out. It's kind of like uh, you know when they, they finally pulled the curtain away and you know the wizard was pulling all those strings. and uh, But it's probably way more magical for you, you than that. You listen and you think, you, you wonder, where's the writing room? How are they getting the notes from the writers to the podcasters? <laughs> Is it an email system? There's no writing room. There's actually no, no writing room. It's just, just so organic. It's just the guys out here in the cabin doing their thing. That's right. <laughs> Does the ca- cabin live up to your expectations? I'll be honest, it kind of is what I envisioned. <laughs> I'm not sure how to yeah. take that. Yeah. No, it's a... I mean, it's, four, it's really... It's, it's a one-car garage. <laughs> meatloaf, mom! Make some more meatloaf! No, it's um, it's very cool setting for the podcast. I'm, I'm glad to be here, and i um, glad to be here as someone who can participate, but also a fan. Looking forward to it today. Thanks, guys. Well, we're glad you're here. I think... Um, 
I'm surprised too. Like we were a little concerned with the cabin and the temperature as the temperatures were dropping, but Mike uh, sent a text today. He's really like laid a lot of different space heaters in here to keep it to like a balmy 50. It might be a small fire. <laughs> I did. Uh, I don't know if it's just warm in here because the heaters or this place is actually on fire right there's now. There's a lot of things plugged in. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's I don't a, know anything about electricity, but I know not to plug a lot of things in. There's a lot of electricity and, and just a, a, not necessarily a warning for our listeners, but a warning for everyone that's in this cabin right now. The, it, everything that's plugged in on that side of the wall, and I'm motioning to my right here, just for the listeners. Oh, right behind me. Everything Great. that's on that side of the wall that's behind Jim Ayers is actually also running our septic tank. So if that goes out, we're going to need to take a quick commercial break, <laughs> go back and reset that circuit breaker. Because it'll literally be a shit show. It will be an absolute shit show. Um, I do think that... You know, I, I did 500 burpees before you guys came just to kind of get this place good, steamy, and warm. It's kind of like an Indian, like, sweat lodge. Yeah, exactly. I um, mean, it's got, like, the, the planks on the walls, like a, like a sauna. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you um, in the right, <laughs> with, the, with the right kind of heating, um, you know, infrastructure, it could be, it's, it's it could be pretty warm. Instead, what we've done is... It, <laughs> What we've done here is is uh, daisy chained a bunch of space heaters together on the same extension cord, and uh, and hoping for the best. Like if you read an article about where you get COVID, like the type of environment, <laughs> this is other it. than Shane already having it, this would be where you go to get it. Yeah, you just be like, it. hey, let's kind of heat it to the just the right. Like, what's the perfect temperature for the virus to survive and thrive? Not only survive but thrive. Yeah, that's <laughs> anywhere between sixty-seven to seventy-two degrees and tightly packed. And yeah, this is it. Well, speaking of COVID, Dan, you've had uh, you've, you've you're you know n- nice enough to go and help and want to give blood and things like that. So you've given blood a couple times, mm-hmm. and turns out that you told me you actually had the antibodies. So either you've had COVID maybe once or twice, or you're a superhero, and both, you just yeah. normally were born with these antibodies. How how did you how did that experience go for you? Uh, yeah, or thought, he's I, the outbreak monkey. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's always a chance. I'd love to say that I just wanted to give blood to give blood which i have done in the past but right. i certainly knew that they would test you for the antibody so it was a little bit of a uh carrot you know to go to go get it done yeah i found out i had antibodies positive for antibodies kind of a surprise and as my wife says you know the a side effect of having the antibodies is talking a lot about having the antibodies <laughs> letting everyone know that we'll it's like fight club yeah. <laughs> Except the opposite. It's actually like CrossFit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. First rule about CrossFit: always talk about CrossFit. Yeah. So, um, but you never like. So obviously, you had the antibodies. You may still have them, which means at some point you had the virus, probably, right? I mean, you wouldn't just randomly get it unless, again, you were from a different planet and maybe he's L. What's what was Superman's name? El Kalel or something? Uh, Kalel. Kalel. He, was, he was from the planet Krypton. Yeah. And he gained his strength from the Earth's sun. <laughs> Which might... I mean, we yeah. haven't ruled that out, yeah. but I say like but more, anyway, reali- more it realistically. Takes us, it yeah. takes us to the next let's, segment let's, of our <laughs> show where Shane has recently tested positive. Dan, you have the antibodies. You guys are going to kiss, and we're going to see who dies. <laughs> we we almost have herd immunity, though. In the, in the <laughs> right. Right. right between the two of us. Yeah. I think you, the last people standing on in Northeast Ohio will be the cutting weight crew broadcasting from you several days ago. If you're still listening, that means you're still alive. 
please reach out to us. We need some. We need some beer. We ran out. Rations are running low, and we've been sending out flares. No one has answered them yet. Speaking of yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I, I, I must have had it back in the spring, and I don't remember, you know, there's always, whether you've had it or not, you can point to two days and go, this is when I think I had it. Um, but not, I didn't lose my taste, didn't lose smell, so just kind of lucked out, I guess, and um, like to talk about it a lot to anyone who will listen. So I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I know, that, that's why I brought it up, Dan, because I know, like, you really can't get enough of talking about how amazing your immune system is, and congratulations <laughs> to your immune system. Dan sat there with his arms folded across his chest, just pouty-faced, until we would bring it up that he was actually... I was like, I thought, I thought that would be the he's, first He's segment. holding up a sign that says, ask about the antibodies. Ask about the antibodies. We're on segment two, and I thought first segment was antibodies. Act one, scene one. I'm immune. I'm I mean, leaving. You told me about it last time I saw you, so I already knew. I meet people. I, I met Mike's wife right away. I said, I have It's so nice it to meet you. Don't worry. I'm immune to it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to make out with her so deeply when you met her. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're immune. We can only be so lucky, I think. Yeah, I and mean, as a fan, I was glad to hear that, Shane, you were feeling better because um, I was worried about what would happen to the podcast. Um, but glad that, glad that you're recovered. And well, it almost got yeah. good, but then he, was, <laughs> yeah, he recovered. Well, it, almost, it, it almost got really popular and awesome. But then Shane got better. Well, the, the problem is that there's no podcast because nobody knows how to actually post it so people can listen to it. Edit, These guys didn't even know how to plug edit, into the little edit, machine. Edit, post, set up our equipment, you name it. Once again, Shane. Shane's the heart and soul. But I, I will say, Shane, on the message boards, there's been a lot of questions about the cover art because it's just too, too. Well, it's because faces. Shane's so too cheap to spend another ten dollars to get some kid in <laughs> South Korea to develop another cover art. I will say, Owen has Owen put together a nice little sketch of what the cutting weight uh, crew thing would be, and just a brief explanation of it would be a clock being sawed in half by a chainsaw. Again, we're cutting weight here. Got it. Shane at the 9 o'clock, Jim at the 3 o'clock, me at the 6 o'clock, uh, caricatures of ourselves. I wanted a nice little nice little logo that I think with Can some... we commission him to do an official No, he's thing? not. The problem is he's not Malaysian. No. That does send a little bit of... It costs more than 37 cents, huh? The problem is I don't know how to turn that into like a digital thing. But he he drew a little nice little thing that we could make into a JPEG and send it to... If we can get it in a JPEG, we can can get it loaded. Take a picture of it with the iPhone and, you know, turn it into a JPEG and off the chain and here we go, you know? Well, well... And it, again, if, if creative, you, our creative, <laughs> our creative producer, right. overproducing, all right, Dan, Dan, dial it back a little bit. I mean, you're just a guest. Yeah, just Shane's Dan. getting worried he's going to get phased out from the crew. Because <laughs> Dan knows how to use a computer too. I think it was. I I had done a, like a. I, I gave. I told. I told Owen like here's here's what I'm thinking. Like it's a it's a clock being sawed in half with an axe or a chainsaw or whatever. And he took it and like did an awesome job. He drew you with a hat. Which is I, I often wear hats. So. Often wear hats. Drew me with a big nose. Wow, spot on. Shane, Crooked, of course. Yeah, Shane. Uh, Shane had long hair and like ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Shane had a pigtail, <laughs> and uh, I thought it, uh, it was it was perfect. And I, all we need, if all we need to do is turn it into JPEG, let's upload a new uh, tile and let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, well, do, do I have to change well, the official like description to put Jim's name in there or no? I've been sandbagging because I didn't think we'd make it past episode four. <laughs> 
But if if we're gonna keep doing this, which I mean, every weekend I'm willing to meet with you guys at least once to drink beer and talk. Right. It's, it's more so, it's so hard. For a reason to drink beer. If we just record it, then and if we're making a podcast, then fine. And our wives are kind of more like, okay, they're doing the podcast. They're not just hanging around drinking beer. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, we're just hanging around drinking beer. That sounds productive. <laughs> they think it's like a civil duty. Sweetheart, right? this is gonna this is gonna be our retirement. Like this is how we're gonna make enough money I, to retire for like one day. I've got a lot of eggs in this basket. <laughs> I mean, the reason I was a few minutes late getting here because I was trying to finish painting a room. And I'm like, oh, I only got two walls done, but I got to go do the podcast. It's amazing to me if I were to say, like, "Hey, uh, honey, I'm go, I'm going uh, to golf with Jim, or I'm going to go up to Shane's house and just lay in his pool, or whatever." <laughs> it doesn't doesn't nearly have the same tone. It doesn't carry say, the same weight. Hey, honey, we're doing the podcast in an hour. She's like, "Do you guys have chips?" <laughs> <laughs> Right. Otherwise, it'd be like, well, Mike, our house is a mess. Like, you didn't do that. You haven't mowed the lawn. You haven't done this. I'm like, and she's like, is there, uh, do you have, do you have a K? Do you have, I mean, is there electricity? Or is it warm enough? Is it, do you have pretzels? Well, do you have enough Hunter's Mix? <laughs> Always Hunter's we, Mix. We've, Hunter's we've mix. figured From out. Southern style we, We've decoded the secret, the secret way to get secret beer drinking guy time. That's right. And as long as they don't listen to this, I think we're good. That's it. This episode brought to you by Makeup Sex. <laughs> Makeup Sex. It's worth fighting for. Well, on that note, speaking of makeup sex, um, I, I have to probably have sex in order to have makeup sex first, so that, that's kind of <laughs> off the table for me. But, you know, Christmas was yesterday, and I think uh, probably like to hear if this, how was your Christmas, Shane? Like, what, give us a little brief rundown of what you had. It was good. All right, got- Mike, how about you? What, just kidding. You're such a, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm just kidding, Shane. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, no, it was fun. We were my in-laws and my sister-in-law came over yesterday, and we went over to my parents on Christmas Eve just for a, you know a few hours at each place, and uh, you know ate, did presents with just you know immediate family kind of, and uh, we were kind of just commenting how it was kind of nice. Like instead of having like a big to do, it was like you know you talked to a few people that were over, and we got to enjoy the company, and it was good. Nothing too exciting, but uh, ate some good food still, and had to hang out with family, and you know kind of. Spend a little more time with everybody and have some, you know, more conversation than you would just, you know, run around talking to 50 different people. So it was fun. What did you get? I saw there was a picture sent out with a new, it looked like a putting practice little facility there. What what do you got going on there? I got the the perfect putting mat sponsored by Dustin Johnson. No. I mean, so at no time, I mean, in no time I'll be Masters champion. Masters champion, obviously. Yeah. So we're redoing some of our house. I was painting, so... uh, when I get the the office kind of set up, that's going to go in there. So you'll be a perfect putter. I'll be a perfect putter. I mean, I was already an okay putter. Not mm, really perfect. That's a little bit of a stretch, but I, all right. I'm better than I. I was. I got better this summer than I used to be. Would you agree to that? I did. I think you know, you you start putting perfectly, and then that'll be a great addition yeah. to your game. I'm not going to name the product better than yeah. it used to be. <laughs> I was going to say no. Better than average putter. <laughs> it's yeah, somewhat decent putter. It's a little putter. bit cheaper than perfect putter. 1999 for three months and it's better than average putter. Right now it's in the hallway. I don't think it's going to be able to stay there. Here, but you want to be a three putter? Buy this product. <laughs> hey, there's been days where we all not taking a three Not putter. the worst putter in the world. What about you, Mike? How about uh, Christmas for you guys? Christmas was great. It's been a busy... Uh, um, Busy peak for someone who works where I do. <laughs> oh, geez. It's co- that's, that's COVID. Cut that out. Yeah, we're going to have to cut all this out. 
Anyway, it's been a great gym. Thanks for asking. Yeah, Christmas time. Thanks for asking. I'm wondering how yours was. No, it was great. Yeah, it's great to see the joy in the kids' faces. We have kids that are still believers, and it's fantastic. I honestly, the best gift that I got this season was a uh, uh, French press, a little oh, co- yeah. coffee Ooh. deal, and a Fancy. coffee grind. Mm-hmm. Wow. Takes me back to my days in the army. We, you know, you couldn't get a good cup of coffee in the army. Uh, it's a, everything's instant. Um, you know, if it's if it's mass produced at all the mess halls and everything else. So if you're really a, a fan of coffee, you end up kind of bringing your own stuff out. And I brought a uh, when I would deploy and go to go to different different places in the field. You'd bring a something that would you know electrical water uh, water heater, French press, and some uh, coffee that you'd grind up. Fantastic, Melissa. I had mentioned something. That's that's the special thing about it. I had mentioned something to her months ago about this, like maybe wanting a French press, and she remembered it, marked it down, and delivered it on uh, on Christmas Day, and it was fantastic, awesome, awesome gift. Yeah, I do like French press coffee. If you're a coffee lover, it's like the you know that frothy little oh fantastic. Top. It's good. And I would say if you're ever in Sugar Falls and you want a good cup, uh, good bag of coffee, whole. Whole uh, whole bean or, or otherwise, go to Tame Rabbit in uh, the village over here. It's pretty pretty tasty. Sponsor or just just free potential prep? sponsor. <laughs> potential sponsor. Did they did they open up that new restaurant in the corner yet? It's called like the the Happy Rooster or something. Sleepy Rooster. Sleepy Rooster. Yeah, I think they're they're holding out for spring uh, farm farmers market, which is really uh, would be a great. I mean, it's, I'm hoping it's a fantastic. Uh, restaurant, you got Augie's Pizza is right there. Great, great wings there. Fantastic wings, fantastic pizza. And then you got Sleepy Rooster, which you could do. You know, if it's, it turns into like kind of a first watch, like breakfast place, awesome. I'm telling you, the corner of Bell Road and 306 is really blowing up. It's kind of like a little bit of a mini metropolis, I would say. And there's exactly. a gas station. I mean, wow. Is that where the police station is? There's a, I saw a guy down there with a cape. It's kind of like a metropolis. <laughs> That's that's exciting stuff. I mean, so what? what I'm sorry, what did you do, Jim, for Christmas? Not much. Usually, we do some traveling out to Vanessa's mom's in Madison, and uh, didn't have to do that this year. Um, so they came our way. We just went to my parents' Christmas night. So we stayed home, which was good. Got everything. I was telling Dan on the way over, we got everything kind of wrapped and prepped earlier than normal. So Christmas Eve was just kind of nice and relaxing, and was able to get into a little bit of Redbreast twelve year. Um, that uh, mm. luckily Mike had forgotten to take from my house once when he came over. So it's that bit, was that was awesome. It's a bit of a there's an allegory behind that because the Redbreast 12 year I brought over on it was March. We came up. We were doing. I was doing a little bit of networking with uh, the job. Yeah, market. you guys were looking for houses and whatnot. Looking for houses. We stayed with you, and that was the onset of COVID. Correct. Like it was like COVID, and then like a week later, you guys came up. So we were we weren't even sure like ah, should we even have these guys up? And yeah, well, well, we drove home and like things were closing down. Like we would, we stopped at like a Hosses in Pennsylvania, and they're like, no, we're not taking customers. Like, oh Jesus, pretty serious. But uh, but that Redbreast is what I brought up. Uh, that was a rare, that was a promotion gift from a friend of mine in the army. So I'm, I'm glad you're still enjoying. It. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Wow! I am. No, you Thank like you. Jerk. Thank you. Well, I opened it. Guy. I opened it that weekend, and we yeah. had a, we had probably a little bit of it, but we didn't there's, get too yeah, deep. Yeah, I mean, there's it. there's still a little bit left. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good, but man, that's some that's some good whiskey. Permitted to drink it without Mike, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think I thought he gifted it to me. <laughs> I didn't realize he just, I didn't realize he just firm. forgot to take it with him. No, I did. I uh, I want all of it back. <laughs> well, you're gonna you can get some of it back. <laughs> some some ain't coming back. <laughs> 
But uh, no, it, it was good. You know, I, I don't know if the listeners are from around here or if they're from further away. Like, we got a shit ton of snow from Christmas Eve all the way through Christmas Day. And Christmas Day was pretty much spent, like, with my neighbor, Tom, who was on last week. His truck got stuck, and then, like, the plow truck got stuck a couple times and had to get towed out. So it was... <laughs> kind of trying to dig ourselves out a little bit um i mean not me i was sitting inside in my you know pajamas watching people <laughs> yeah. work but but your wife was out there. yeah but you know she needed to get out you know she did. I, I this uh you know i have a, my son zane my my nine-year-old was uh, a close contact of a kid in his class who tested positive zane's fine showing no symptoms oh, the department of health keeps calling me every day just to check on zane well Everything's been fine. Well, we didn't get to go see family. Didn't get to go see do a number of things that we would typically do, and it was just what the doctor ordered. Oh, I mean, I, it was not bad to just kind of hole up in your house and watch the snowfall and just kind of enjoy Christmas as a as a family and just just I mean, it was it was it was fine for me. It was just what the doctor ordered. Well, if it's you know if you're gonna have Christmas and you really can't go see and do the things you normally would like i don't mind two feet of snow just getting done i mean there's some problems that it caused but in general like the kids were pumped you know so today they spent most of the day playing outside and everything else so that was good what about you dan how was your christmas it was good we were we usually head over to solon where i grew up and uh, my parents have all my cousins over for a christmas eve uh party uh, this year that didn't happen so then we usually stay overnight because my parents my my you know my parents greatest gift at christmas is seeing my kids in the morning excitement when they see all the gifts under the tree so that that's kind so, of So I mean are your kids under the assumption that Santa knows to go to your parents house then? You can kind of tell them whatever you want. Yeah, so they <laughs> they definitely believe that. Um and but it's funny with covid it's like kind of creating this generational opportunity to kind of like question your traditions and go, you know, if this isn't the year you kind of switch it up, then you're done. Then you kind of got no right. You can't get out. Yeah, then you're you're stuck. You know. So we, we we did think a little bit. You know, do we kind of simplify a little bit this year and not stay over and stuff? But we 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 did it, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I got two. I got three boys. I got a twelve year old, nine year old, and six. And the nine and six still, they're still believers and are excited about Santa. The the twelve year old, I was telling the guys beforehand, kind of like came to me this year came to me this year and was like hey dad you know like i know all about santa and stuff so if i if i open if i open a gift and you know i'm not like super excited it's just like i'm still excited i just like i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be like like that joyful you know like that, <laughs> that excited, you know? It was like, welcome <laughs> welcome to being an american male it was sort in of 2020 like- Bury all of your feelings down deep inside. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. No matter you're, the you're age. on the right path. <laughs> you're on the right path. This is a there's a there's an overwhelming malaise that should set into you upon becoming a man and, and that's Unfortunately for you, little twelve year old, there's another nine years before you can drink those sorrows away. But until then, just suck it up and deal with it. Yeah, someday you're gonna be married. And that joy will also turn into sadness. <laughs> no, that's not. True. It was like you're kind of like you. Know, <laughs> Dan, our kids are the exact yeah. same age: twelve, six, exactly. and twelve, nine, and six. Oh my gosh! 
play date. So. Play date forthcoming. A, a play date. Wrestle offs. Wrestle yeah. offs coming up. Oh, your family's gonna wrestle with the wrong one. Not a wrestling. Well, I, I had a little bit of like it. Just I just kind of dawned on me like a little story tidbit from Christmas related stuff. Santa, you know, too. So it was like Christmas Eve trying to get my daughter my youngest daughter Janie too bad and she's three she's you know just getting to the point where like she knows about Santa she believes she's the whole deal so my wife you know she's like Vanessa's like go get her to bed and like get her brush her teeth put her pajamas on get her to bed I'm like all right no problem so I get her into the bathroom and she didn't want anything to do with me she just wanted mom to put her to bed and I was like Janie you got to brush her teeth she's like no 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 I'm literally like putting toothpaste on a toothbrush trying to like cram it into her mouth she's like shutting her mouth so tight like it's just going all over her face like this this is not working all right fine just brush your eyes so brush I'm like, your eyes. I'm like, I need it. to put toothpaste somewhere. <laughs> Just tell face. mom. Oh, you, you, wanted, you wanted it on her teeth. Oh, my bad. No, so I, I pulled in like the heavy artillery. I'm like, okay, fine. I pull out my phone. I do a fake dial. I'm like, hey, Santa. Yeah, it's Jim. Hey, good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good too. Quick question. My daughter Jane doesn't want to brush her teeth, and I'm not sure if that makes her naughty or nice. Oh, oh, it's naughty for sure. Okay, got it. I'm like, Jane, Santa wants you to brush his teeth or brush your teeth. And uh, <laughs> that got weird for a second. And she's like, no, no, she, she wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. I'm like, Santa, if she doesn't brush her teeth, does that mean she's not getting any presents? Oh, it does? All right, I'll let her know. So I fake hang it up and like, Jane, if you brush your teeth now, I can make one more call and all this goes away. <laughs> and you get your presents that you probably, you know, already asked Santa for. But if you don't, like, there's a good chance you're probably not getting presents. It's and, Christmas mafia. And she just, she wouldn't let in. She wouldn't relent. And, I mean, she was playing hardball. I, I give her credit for that. And please tell me you didn't give her any presents. Yeah, well, it gets better. <laughs> so, finally, I, I, I couldn't do anything more. And I walk into the other room. I'm like, Vanessa, you know, I'm, like, I'm getting nowhere with this. Can you please try to put Janie to bed? And she's like, fine. So, she goes and puts Janie to bed. And, like, me and, me and the other kids are in the... Um, living room watching Christmas story just you know and but it's like five ten minutes later I totally forget about the whole ordeal that went on and I just get a text and it's from Vanessa and it just says can you please come here <laughs> I'm like oh shit so I walk in there I'm like yeah what's going on she's like um Jane was just telling me how there was a phone call made to Santa and literally like Jane's lip is just like quivering she's just like on the verge of just like bawling and you know at that point like my heart just sinks like god damn it what an asshole I am and she's like, can you please tell Jane that Santa is coming and that she did brush her teeth? And I'm like, yes, I will call him right now. So, I, you know, I made a fake call and kind of, you know, fixed that. And we go to bed and then it's like two in the morning. I hear her, Jane's like feet pounding into our room, like climbs into bed, which she, she does p- periodically anyway. She wakes me up and she's like, dad did you call Santa? I'm like, I called him. Like, it's, we're all good. And then she went to bed, but like Vanessa was giving me like the death look. Like, you're such a dick. Like, yeah, that was a dick move. I, I shouldn't have pulled that card out. I mean, extreme times call for extreme measures, Jim. I guess that's Cobra. I mean, that's what Sensei John Kreese would say. <laughs> it's not Koala Kai. But. Hey, hey, did you hear the uh, good transition? Cobra Kai, January 1st, they moved up the date. New Year's yeah. Day. I'm excited. Dan, have you been watching Cobra Kai at all? You know, I watched um, season one, and then listening to you guys talk about it made me put it on my list of things i got to catch up on. Because, I, you know, there's probably 30 to 40 minutes of each episode that I'll, 
each podcast that I'll just zone out. <laughs> so like, to, you know, as fans, it's kind of like a lullaby. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. you, you sort of gotta yeah. listen. There's watch a it. lot, a lot of dead space in our podcast. Yeah, that, yeah no, like, oh, I'm, this is I'm gonna make a note here: avoid dead space. Like, oh, this yeah, is we should Cobra think about Kai that segment. Okay, well, I'll just fast forward. Flip, flip, flip. <laughs> still doing it. Oh, flip, flip. <laughs> You're like ahead 15 seconds. Ahead 15 seconds. Ahead 15. That's seconds. what my wife does when we talk about football when she listens to the podcast. Speaking of football, Shane. Oh, here we go. Here we go, Michael. Wait, I'm trying to remember the Browns. I know the Browns pretty much had a dominating victory last week in the Meadowlands. Um, Giants aren't great, but. Browns pretty much were hitting on all cylinders. I know the Steelers had a – I mean, they had a pushover game against the Bengals. They ended up winning – wait a second. Did they win, No, did they win, Mike? Uh What happened, Mike, in that game? Did you watch that? In the words of – we're going to cut that out. (laughs) I think that's the dead space that Dan was talking about. (laughs) So I'll say say this. After the loss to the Bills, in the words of – Legendary American singer-songwriter Axl Rose, I would have said, just, just have a little bit of patience. Yeah. After the loss of the Bengals, I said, in the words of legendary Canadian singer-songwriter Sarah McLachlan, you're building a mystery. <laughs> so how do they and figure then, that out, Mike? I, and uh, then, in the words of... Legendary American singer-songwriter Tom Petty, I think we're free fallen. <laughs> wow. And then, in the words of legendary American singer-songwriter Warren Zevon, the genesis of the song that I played at the start of the show, send lawyers guns and money, the shit has hit the fan. I, I think you summed up oh, what's boy. happened to uh, the Steel Curtain here in the last month. Well... It's more of like a tinfoil curtain at this point. I, I would like to tell you that that uh, things are going to change and things are going to get better. I I cannot. I I cannot. I, I I work every Sunday, as some of the more loyal listeners know. So I won't watch tomorrow's game. I won't watch next week's game. As far as as far as the last three weeks have shown me, like there's no reason to. I mean, there's just it's just been a really kind of sad unfolding of the season. Well, so you, you got to be excited that. Big Ben announced he's going to come back for another year next year. I mean, I'm excited to hear oh, that. Yeah, yeah, super excited. And, you know, so I watched Drew Brees warm up for his game yesterday, and he's doing, like, calisthenics. He's doing this weird, like, hip-turning thing, thing and everything else. Big Ben is... He's just drinking coffee and donuts. He's never <laughs> lifted a weight in his life. He is the most knock-kneed, pigeon-toed quarterback to ever play the game. And I don't think he studies film. I <laughs> not of football. No, no I heard, well, I heard some reporters say Maybe some like, cartoons I watch. I heard some reporters say like they asked Ben what his off season routine was, and he said, "I drink beer and play golf in the off season." Yeah, which is pretty much my summer routine too. It's my summer routine. I don't, I don't, I don't play quarterback professionally for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not yet, at least. So. What what's happening is I think the there's been a Sundays used to be a lot of fun for me and they're not now and they're is that because you work becoming more and more fun for me yeah I mean yeah. It's, uh, sort of because I work but again to familiarize everyone with the curse I've watched the last three games because they've been in prime time right the Bills the Bengals 
the Redskins. So every game that they've lost, Mike has watched. <laughs> I've watched. I'm going oh. to work. I'm going to work tomorrow. I'm not checking scores. I heard they just flexed the Steelers. I heard they just flexed the Steelers to 8:30 tomorrow night. <laughs> then I will be out here in cutting weight cabin, <laughs> eating eating uh, Snyder's of Hanover pretzels, not listening to a to a second of that game. Well, there were just some. I mean, there were just a, a note that we saw right before the show today. For the Browns, who are obviously supposed to travel to New York again to take on the Jets, who somehow won a game last week against the Rams, which I can't explain that one. That was dumb to win that game. Um, I mean, they really should have won the week before. Was it two weeks before against the Raiders when they had, like, Greg Williams as their D coordinator? But I'm glad they didn't because we got that moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at any rate, like, the, the Browns just postponed their trip to New York um, this afternoon because of a COVID test positive. And I was just reading the article real quick. I didn't, I know Jedrick Wills was on the COVID list. It was not him. So he tested negative, but somebody on the team tested positive. So I think hopefully they're just taking precautions. Um, hopefully it's not, no one, you know, important or a starter or anything like that. I'm sure we'll, we'll find out more as the day goes on, but yeah, it's uh, who knows. We'll keep our fingers crossed. And I mean, I, I think the Browns hopefully could beat the Jets even minus a, Couple starters. Well, maybe the the downside might be if they have to move the game to Monday or Tuesday, and then we have to play the Steelers the following Sunday and a shorter shorter week. Yeah, because if you think about, it, I mean, it's been, there's been a lot of talk about Browns win tomorrow. Hopefully, Steelers. There's a potential they could lose. I mean, they've they haven't played well. Plus, they're playing the Colts, who are a tough team, great defense, and the Colts are playing for a playoff spot in the division. Um, if the Steelers potentially were to lose, Browns win, then it comes down to a matchup next week where the Browns hit, potentially could win the division, which would be crazy, especially thinking about it, you know, even as a, like a month ago, you know, it, it seemed like a pipe dream really, but now it's like, could be a reality. I have seen nothing from the Steelers organization <laughs> that would lead me to believe that they could win that game next week, let alone tomorrow, let alone a playoff game I mean, the, the real sad... Like, you think they could win a high school playoff game right now? The sad the sad part of this is that we went from being 11-0 and 0 to 11-3, and 3, and I have... And I don't even want to watch the team play again. <laughs> I, get to, I don't want to You're watch... Them, yeah, I don't, I don't want... I don't want to watch them play a meaningful playoff game because they've been so inept. I, I, I honestly can't... Does something change next week? I mean, does 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 Ben get his groove back? Does do they find a running game? I mean, those types of things don't happen in December. I, I they don't. I mean, they've had some January. injuries too. Like defensively, um, they've had some big guys go down. Devin Bush that hurt him. Devin who's, Bush, who's the one like outside Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree, he's a problem for a lot of teams. I think uh, you know, who knows? I mean, uh, it, I I wish I could tell you that. Uh, I, just, I mean, it really, you know, seems like a changing of the guard, and you know, I'm happy for the city of Cleveland that they're going to get their uh, comeuppance here, and but I just can't, uh, I just can't, uh, I just don't see a way that the Steelers uh, turn the season around right now, and they're going to have to, they're going to have to prove it to me tomorrow as I'm working at Amazon. So I know you said your work schedule has been nuts especially with the holidays obviously like amazon and like even with COVID, i'm sure like people aren't going to stores so they're ordering online everything so will your work schedule slow down at all come uh say now or what i mean it would it would kind of return to its normalcy a little bit but in COVID times it's really been christmas since last march so yeah that's true it's uh we'll see i don't know 
Speaking about fun times, I was Dan here was telling me he went down to Florida on a little mini golf trip I did. recently. Yeah. How was that? I mean, I, I've heard stories that Florida is pretty, pretty loose on some of their COVID. Looser, for sure. Dan, first, what's your handicap? Ooh, That's a good question. Probably 20-ish. Your, your swing? What you say, Jimmy? Oh, you've played with me. I'm not. I know. I've I, played with Dan one time, and you played lights out. Uh, yeah. And then there's probably another time. You know that follows that no. where it wasn't lights out, but I mean, if you, you, I would say if you actually kept a handicap, you'd be probably like a sixteen. Yeah, sixteen sounds good. I mean, that's, I, that's better than me. I enjoy might. playing. Well, I like. To, I mean, I don't yeah. know what Shane's is going to be after the perfect putter yeah. thing, but yeah, probably twelve. We'll measure time and pre and post. I mean, figure putter. that you're not three putting every hole now, and you only three put like twelve of them. I mean, that's six strokes right there. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but Florida was great. It was the the start of it was I basically never leave my house because you know COVID and stuff. So I was like, I got to get out of here. And because well, your parents got a my parents got a place down, down there, right? There. What part of Florida? Naples, okay. Naples area, and and they're not down there yet. So you got the place to yourself. And then Republicans, you, it, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Dade and, County. Yeah. And then you go down, and then you start looking at the flights, and it was so I went down with a buddy of mine, a cousin, and my brother. And the round trip flight was forty three dollars. So, That's what so, I remember you saying like he's, you, you bought a ticket for your cousin. He's like, hey, how much? Are you? He's like about ready to like Venmo you. He's like, That's forty three dollars. Like I'll just pay you cash. <laughs> he took out two twenties and three bucks and said, here you go. And that, they'll put you on a giant flying thing and they'll put you down there and then they take you home too. Forty three. How do they make any money? He, doing and then that? He, and, <laughs> they don't. And then my buddy he goes. I mean, you can't drive to Columbus for forty three dollars. <laughs> And then my buddy goes, hey, I want to check a bag. And it ended up costing him 90 bucks, so he doubled the price of this thing with a freaking checked bag. And maybe that's where they get you, Jimmy, but it was... Right. Um, you can fly for $43. Each bag you check is $650. <laughs> Do you even check your golf clubs? I, I use my dad's senior flexes, that, oh, nice. which is funny. They're $200 at Dick's for the complete set. And... <laughs> So you know they're good. <laughs> you know they're good. Um, and so I was down there golfing with those because I didn't want to schlep clubs. I just you just don't want to deal with it. When you're a 16 handicap, you just you know block right. those things off. Um, and so then my buddy ended up using these clubs as well. And he's not a good golfer. He comes home and he he sends me a text message the other day. It's like I just bought these clubs. <laughs> he goes, what clubs did your dad have? Because <laughs> he's going to ask for them for Christmas. And he sent me a text yesterday. Oh he got he got the senior flex. Um, golf clubs from Dick's for 200 bucks. So, you know, wow. they're very forgiving. I bet. And, Plus, um, you probably don't have to swing all that hard. Now, the other thing that he, he probably doesn't, we were playing like executive courses and, you know, everything was a par three and shorter courses and stuff. But it was a, it was a good time. And you guys have some good weather down there? Beautiful weather, 75 and sunny every day. Wow. And, um, you, you know, you have masks and stuff like that, but, you know, a little looser and stuff like that. And you're outside the whole time. So you feel like, um, you know, maybe COVID has passed them by a little bit, um, but but it hasn't. Well, I think that's you know one thing that's going to kind of come to bite us here in Ohio in the butt in the next couple of months is, you know, we had COVID and dealt with it through most of the summer and fall, but we the weather was good. And even this fall seemed to extend quite a bit as far as good weather. And now, you know, it's twenty. It's freaking. There's two feet of snow outside. Cabin fever might be setting in. So mm -hmm. I think any chance you get to get pun, out there. Pun intended. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cutting cutting weight cabin fever. I mean, I could I could get used to cutting weight cabin fever. I got a cabin fever myself. Well, that's good. Well, I think another interesting, another little tidbit. I don't know how much Dan would like to get into it, but I think one of the most interesting things that I know about Dan 
is the story of his parents. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how long into I had known Dan when I you know we kind of started talking and asking about his parents. So his parents his mom is a former nun and his dad is a former priest which I had never met which someone. Which could be a Netflix special. I think it, or at least something on the Hallmark <laughs> channel maybe. But yeah, I don't that, think I knew that. That's that's an interesting little sub story and uh, mm-hmm. maybe shed a little light on that. Well, I don't know what else there is to say, Jimmy. Okay, um, so moving. <laughs> yeah, right, so I just, anyway, I just thought it was one wasn't on the other yeah, was a priest and, the, and the story. No, the inevitable question. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> the inevitable question is then: so, how did they meet? You know, and that's when you. Well, nuns and priests are often at church. Is <laughs> yeah. it church? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> if go the on answer's on church, then I'm, church. The, I'm the worst like interviewer. And of all then, time. Um, and then that's about yeah, it. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> met at church, left, and um, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> met at church. <laughs> Cross paths during communion lines and yeah. Anyway. No, they um they yeah, had, my, had a little bit too much of the sacrament. <laughs> <laughs> One thing leads to another. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> anyway. uh, uh, this is going down uh, a path. I'm not sure Dan's comfortable going yeah, down. It's appropriate material for you know the cabin and such. Nobody's uh, listening. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst though when I guess my my dad did. He was like a guest priest at the the church I went to in Solon. So occasionally some of the older you know, parishioners would say, "Oh, I, your dad gave the best homily," and and it's just like it's very strange to hear from people how great your father's homily was. It's right, you know, it, you don't know, you don't know what the second bullet point is, you know, in that conversation. Right. <laughs> just gotta, is know, it tell time? Me about it. <laughs> what is the what is the appropriate appropriate amount of time for a homily in the Catholic Church? Probably ten minutes. Ten minutes or less. Yeah. Anything. Forty five minutes is way out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think the, if you, I think you, you plan for ten, and then if you hit him with an eight every once in a while, you, you create excitement. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, like, hey, and like you'll wow, get, you'll get people up? coming back. Yeah. Well, Jim, you by me. You ever go to St. Mary's in Menor? I've I've heard of it, but like it's, cause sometimes, sometimes it's thirty second homily. I, I've literally heard three words That's in the homily. homily. Like like it's from start to finish, the mass is like twenty minutes max. Anyway, if you're, if you're hey five guys, late, and you, that you place missed, is packed. You missed the first reading. Hey, hey, as a fan. We're talking about homilies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, treat your neighbor as you treat yourself. Anyway, uh, good luck, everybody. Hey, if you got, uh, we do validate parking, and um, if you got twenty bucks, throw in that basket. Uh, enjoy, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I know the well, Browns I play think this one. This would make a good segue to one other topic we oh, were talking hold on, about. Hold on, I want, did your parents meet when they were? Sorry, sorry, Jim, I had a question. Yeah, Can I have a question. No, did they meet when they were still no, like a question. priest and and nun, they, or they meet they afterwards? They would say they knew of each other. They knew of each other. And you know, you almost Biblically. don't want to poke at that. You don't, you don't want to poke at that as a kid. You, they you just kind of want to knew go, yeah. each other. You're like, well, we, you know, I, I certainly knew of your father. I knew he was very well respected. You just you, you don't go. You don't yeah. keep going. Well, what okay. does that mean? When did you know? Right? You just so how well there. did you know him? Mom? Yeah. How yeah. well respected? How many was nuns? He? How many, how many yeah, other I mean, nuns knew him? He was him? always on my radar. I mean, he was he was definitely one of the priests I would have I would have liked to have laid with biblically. Um, but of course, you know that wasn't a thing until yeah, I all, stopped all. being a nun. He stopped being a priest, and we got after it seriously. And that's where you came. From. <laughs> and then, and then, Dan, you yeah. came along, Daniel, the biblical name. Yeah, of, all the reasons you just kind of spawn Daniel you, Tiger. You leave it there, and you just kind of go, okay. So you, 
you knew of each other, and then like, yeah, well, your father laughed, and then I laughed, and then we just happened to kind of, you know, know similar people, and you know, we we always, you know, we always got along, you know. <laughs> I'd okay. like to I'd like to have a cup of coffee with those two one day, just ask them a couple questions. <laughs> let's just back. Let's, let's just lay this. Hey, out listen, you make it to episode twenty, you know. I'll, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we can get twenty episodes, yeah. we're bringing your parents in. We're gonna get to the bottom. We have to buy let's another microphone. Down. Get some church wine and just see where it goes. <laughs> One other thing, Shane, before I was interrupted by you. That Sorry, I, had talk- a, I had a question. Is yeah, that so wrong? I think it says in your contract there'll be no questions. <laughs> so that'll get edited out, hopefully. Nope. The one, the one other thing, and I know a lot of guys, and we were talking about this during you know, Thanksgiving, Halloween, any, any event, you'll get that, you have that one friend who sends that random text of that humongous black guy with like a gigantic <laughs> dong. <laughs> Just and some like it started off with just that guy's picture, which was one thing, but then it's turned into like people put a lot of time and effort. It was, it was one thing, one ba- very a big lar- thing. It was a large thing, but like Dan and I have a buddy who is a somewhat respected member of society. That uh, I think if they knew him better, probably that respect level would drop significantly. It never, we'll never run for office at this point. Not at this point. But literally, he sends me one, and so the guy's name is Wood right the 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 model if you will and r.i.p he did die yeah yeah so god bless him i think probably all the blood rushed away from his head to something else and then that was it they called it they called it stroke (laughs) he stroked out with one boner and uh but so our friend sends us this text and he does this all the time and i always trick my wife to get her to look at it and she's like hates me when i do it but it was literally the kid from a Christmas story, but instead of his tongue being stuck to the flagpole, it was stuck to Wood's gigantic black dong. And I think, you know, that really put a cherry on the top of my Christmas, I think. Yeah, he got us through March for sure. <laughs> yeah. In April. And then you just kind of wonder, yeah. at what point was this going to end? But then, you know, people's creativity takes over. Oh. And here we are in December. Yeah, yeah. and One, there's no end in sight. I think at this point, One of my I think fa- COVID will be over long before this ends. <laughs> One of my favorites was uh, there's sometime this summer where like there's some military planes were flying over Cleveland. I don't know if it was for if it was for the um, will the air show didn't go on. This yeah, year. It was Thunderbirds. I think yeah. Mike was talking about. Yeah, yeah something. <laughs> I sent so, you. I sent you that one. <laughs> did you send me that one? <laughs> Not proud. So of you're it. the guy. Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm thinking, oh, this is like the planes for flying over Mike's house. And of course, I look up and it's the plane, and then it's it's the guy with the big dog flying over. His <laughs> I mean, I do I do give a lot of credit to these people that put these together because they're pretty. I mean, aside from the fact that you're looking at a you know this huge guy with a gigantic dong, and you kind of get tricked into like afterwards, I'm like I'm like oh my god, then I'm like. That was actually really good. Like I, that was pretty creative. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. That is pretty moving. What a what a what an emblematic display of patriotism. And oh my God, it's a dong. Damn it. Well, everybody's got that friend too that like sends you the uh, you know the new COVID numbers or the uh, you know fun rate you know who's gonna win the election or something and you know there's a link in there you're just like I, i'm not clicking on this i know where this is going but you still click on it you do click on you know, it because nine out of ten times you click on it you can't not click yeah on you it. can't not click on it you do uh, well I, are we entering a phase where we need to ask Dan yeah i think so question? i think it's the time of the show where we uh we talk to our guest and uh 
we do five questions. So obviously it's five questions with Dan Plato today. And Dan, we've we've wrote these questions out. You have not seen them. I haven't seen them. So these will all be new to you, and you will ask us these questions from your perspective, and we will answer them to the best of our ability, and you won't. So <laughs> we might let you shed some light onto some things, but there's a good chance we won't. Reluctantly, we, we might, but... So we're just gonna. No, I, I know shame the segment, the, and I'm excited to be part of it. I think I think this this week. This is and FYI, listeners, if if you're on the if you're listening right now, chances are you might be our next guest. So if you've made it this far, I mean, there's no stone that goes unturned. Turns out all you have to do is just subtly mention that you like the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and you bingo. You don't have to use next. words like love. You just say, "Hey, I listened," and Jim's like, "Hey, you want to be a guest?" You, you, Damn, you, just like you love wait, it. you guys have a podcast so on. You're our next guest. <laughs> so, so without further ado, Dan, I will hand over the questions. Okay. There's five of them. Okay. You will read them, and then we will we will do the best to answer them. Okay, here we go. With I'm what, not, I'm not gonna what look we at think you would too. say. Gonna... Proceed. Okay. So number one here is um, what is the origin? Origin. origin. I, I might have spelled that wrong. Origin. Well, I might have just said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Right? What I've realized is Saturday afternoon podcast tapings turn into way more beer drinking. <laughs> well, actually, we should do another podcast in four hours. And that, that would, that would it's be like a two phenomenal yeah. one. I, mean, I got nothing going on. All right. Origin of my last name. What is the origin of your last yeah. name, Plato? I gave a lot of thought to this when Mike first sent it to me, and I think you know there's some easy ways you could take this, but I honestly think it comes from the dinosaur, the platypus, because the platypus was known as a water-loving creature. Not, a, not a dinosaur. Jim. It was pretty much a dinosaur. Wasn't it's, it's it? Still, it's still an active animal that you can. But it's been around a long time. Can we agree on that? Sure. Okay. So there it's you go. A the coming ground. It's an egg-laying mammal. So. So, it egly, but it, it likes water, and I know I've spent many days. Doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. sure. It's got the bill. Although, I think we can all tell stories of the Platosaurus, <laughs> which was a giant beaver duck that terrorized the Midwest for and many, many millennia. Yeah, many thousands yeah. of years before but I, but the I, Ice Age. But to get back to my platypus point. I think I've I've spent some days with Dan, maybe on the on the beach or you know just drinking beers, enjoying a summer day. He loves the water, platypi. Platypi. I think that's the plural of it, like water. And I think that's where the original, the origin of his name came. Yeah, I'll take it in a different direction and just <laughs> just uh, try and change directions just as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> From Jim's knowledge of uh, prehistoric history, it's, it's limited. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Very specific. I thought, you know, I thought the obvious choice here would be, you know, to go take it in ancient Greek philosopher. I'm, I, I, in fact, you. So, a graduate of St. Louis University. That's right. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all graduates of John Carroll University, and just. Let's give a nod to the Jesuit tradition Jesuit here. Tradition and look at what it's done. Brought all these people together. Men all these women, talented artists. And this is the best they can do. Men, <laughs> men and women for others. Or this podcast. And uh, I was, I was going to say just the ancient Greek philosopher, Plato. Uh, mm-hmm. That's high praise. Yeah. Uh, to be a descendant of uh, such, a, such an ancient thinker. Mm-hmm. 
the allegory of the cave, the Republic. I mean, what uh, what a story! I mean, where do you yeah. where do you start? Where do you end with that guy? How do you trace that lineage back, though? <laughs> I mean, I think oh, we're looking at him right here. Oh, no. That guy's name was Plato. No first name, no last name, and and he just, and where do you where do you trace that back to? Like I'm I'm Plato. Oh, so your grandfather was Plato? Like no, I mean he was kind of like he was my great 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 grandfather, Plato. They're usually like, oh, I thought it was a platypus. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, because we always thought we were platypuses. Yeah. I would have guessed platosaurus. <laughs> anyway, so you, you, you've heard of Plato. My, my, <laughs> Anywho, so uh, Shane, rescue us here. All good, I, I, good. I was going back to the, the philosopher Plato, but I thought that there's no relation to actual Plato. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the name was actually just... You have some criminals in your history oh. that needed to. That's probably why his parents were went yeah. to the church to get out of. Yeah, trouble. I think they, I crime think of passion. Even, I mean, I, the I'm Scarlet not sure. A. If you don't dig deep, that might not have been your dad's like actual last name. I think it might have been a cover up. Interesting. To cover up heavy, some, I just wanted to come out and have a few beers. I to cover know. up some crimes. Did you think this was going to happen? <laughs> that he changed the name to Plato because he thought maybe that would sound but a little this, more innocent and people would be more accepting. Because like, oh, Plato, it's like a, a thing you can play with as a kid. It's like yeah. a little dough and you have fun with it. No, no one's going to realize it. Made for a tough kindergarten, though. You know, but this is a great... Razzed. As we found out when Shane's first five questions, this is a great way to learn about yourself. <laughs> from the right. opinions of others. <laughs> You'll thank us, Dan. Yeah, things I didn't know. That's good. All right. Exactly. We've got number two. two. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Okay. Unless you'd like to shed some light on it. Unless, <laughs> unless you'd no, like... No, I think you guys hit it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I will say it's funny. My wife goes to the store, Plato's Closet. Oh. A decent, decent amount. Interesting. And, and she'll have to show her license or whatever. And she always gets kind of mad that they don't go. Oh like, my we'll God, Plato! Uh, we'll give you the friends and family discount. Yeah, like she's kind of underwhelmed that they don't freak out. Yeah, you know, this the last is. Name. By the way, this is my closet. <laughs> yeah. so I, don't, I don't know what. I don't think I should be paying for. I'm sorry. Let's straighten up. You know. <laughs> okay, so question two here: Who is the one sitcom mom? I would leave my family for. Oh, Shane, would you like to lead us down this path? No, I wouldn't like to lead you down this path. I had to think about this one. You got something, Mike? Um, This is an easy one for me, and I would uh, just given given a pretty recent reference. uh, Julia Bowen uh, from Modern Family is by far one of the hottest moms to ever grace the stage at this point, and I I would. uh, you know, Melissa, if you're listening, I'll leave you. She's not. Yeah, she's not. But, uh, but <laughs> if anyone, she were, yeah. To anyone who's listening, I would leave you today for Julia Bowen. But uh, I wouldn't, honestly. I don't, I don't know. What to, well, I mean, I think, I think it's a good answer. I, I would consider that myself, honestly. Um, but for me, you know, I, I think. Think back. Think back. Family ties. Think back. Uh, yeah. I, um, I'm saying Claire Huxtable. Just because. Because I think I think she was a lawyer, wasn't she? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And I think I find Dan Dan is a very you know professional guy, a mover and a shaker, you know, and she would be a great match for him um, because of her ability to really you know connect. We could have good conversations. Great conversations. <laughs> Claire. <you know. laughs> and I I mean I think you you circa back to 1985 or whatever. Like she's probably like. 
pretty good looking, you know, successful. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Claire. I, I was going along the, the same lines. Um, I thought of Judith Light from um, Who's the Boss? Okay, she also was a lawyer, wasn't she? She was. I don't know. Was she a lawyer? She was very successful. She obviously she had a guy that could come in and take care of her family in the house, Tony Danza, and uh, yeah, I thought I thought the same thing along the lines of somebody successful you'd be attracted to. Yeah, those are good good um, good guesses. I would say Claire Huxtable is probably where I would go, <laughs> just on an emotional level and then physically. And just, just listener, so you know, like I, Dan had never told me that before. Yeah. I just knew. <laughs> That's interesting. Do, yeah. And Katie, if you do listen to this, like There's don't some... feel bad. Like Claire was quite a woman. Yeah. I mean it's no Absolutely. it's no slight on you at all. I don't know. I there's another there's a few more like female leads from from T V that I think are interesting. I, and I don't know these ladies' names, unfortunately, but like Friday Night Lights, the the uh, yeah. female lead in that one that she's another um you know she was a tough cookie. I feel like she really kept that family together. I do. You know? and I, and she, would keep, she would keep you under tight yeah. wraps, I think. <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't let me do this podcast. No, that he might, probably wouldn't be right. He might be, not be, be a like good scrubbing fit. the floors right now. Might not be there. a good fit, but uh, I don't know. There's there's so many good and ones. Just any of, the, any of the stars from Desperate Housewives, pretty much. <laughs> oh, uh, sure. That's another great one. Yeah. Eva Longoria. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, we would probably. Yeah, and then we way. somehow we ended up on Claire Huxtable. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sign of the times, I guess. Well, it was good. That was good. Jim, right. I think I, I give you a point there. Thanks. If we were to do, yeah. All right, number three. Yeah, we don't score. If I had to wrestle time. one of you, who would it be? And would I choose leg wrestle or arm wrestle? <laughs> so I think leg wrestle would be like an Indian leg wrestle yeah, match, man. right? Well, I mean, you came up with these questions. Mark. When I came up with this question, I thought, well, who would who would <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to look across the cabin yeah. here and really kind of size you, them up, size size everybody up here, and you know, are you gonna arm wrestle Shane? I don't know. Are you gonna leg wrestle Jim? Are you gonna? I don't know. It's a real. It's a. It's a. It's you know, if you're here in the cabin with us, you you know it's a tough choice because you're not getting out of here with your arm or leg either way. But uh, I think I think it's an interesting question because I, I, I could take this in a couple of different directions, and I also know the physiology <laughs> and the aging of each of you. So I know that I know that I know that I might arm wrestle one of you, but also leg wrestle another. So what's your answer for yourself well, or for I Dan? I don't know, but <laughs> but I don't know. I'm not Just, Dan. I'm not Dan. But, but you're but, answering for Dan. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say I would arm wrestle Shane. I'll probably leg wrestle myself because my <laughs> knees are trash. <laughs> my knees are absolute garbage right now. That's fair. I would say Dan, if I were you, and I'm answering this as I am you. Yeah. Dan's gonna I, no, have I get to, the segment. Dan's yeah, gonna have to answer you this one. Right going to yeah, Dan, we're gonna ask I mean, for, for an actual. We're gonna ask for an actual answer from Dan on this one. I would probably. I mean, I have to agree with Mike. Like. Mike's knees are the most not need <laughs> fucked up things I've seen in a long time. And Very this isn't this isn't something recently. Yeah. If you been, ever stood behind Mike walking down the street and he has shorts on, you could put a bowling ball between his knees. I mean, and you should no you should have probably been born like two hundred years ago and been a cowboy. Yeah. Based on that. So uh the, well, I mean, it's it's it makes sense. I mean you have to make room for my junk. Okay. <laughs> there it is. All right. So bragging bragging again about his All right, all right, Wood. <laughs> so so he would leg wrestle Mike and I think he would choose to arm wrestle me 
Because the one thing Dan knows about me is that I've had some issues with back pain over the years. And Dan actually gave me a book by Dr. Sarno Sarno. that helped kind of shed some light on that. And I think he knows if he just were to torque in a certain way, he could probably pop that bulging disc I have in my neck, and I'd be done. So that's that's what I would answer. I would always be like, Jim, you don't have a bulging disc. You just got to read the book. It was basically it's the, all in your head. The book is basically like, no, I I a like a disc. COVID <laughs> non-believer book for back pain. It's like all you have to do to make your back pain go away is stop making your back hurt. You just got to read the book, and if you don't have the time, just read the back cover of it, and you'll be fine. It's like here, here's the here's the, the whole key to not having back pain is don't think you have back pain. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> It's all in your and head. Like, and he, I see him like a couple weeks later. He's like, I still got it. I'm like, well, you believe you have it. <laughs> yeah, because you think you got it. Yeah. So you just stop thinking about Problem it. Problem is, you're not thinking positively. <laughs> Shane, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say you'd probably pick me for probably both because I'm just the, the <laughs> smallest one of the, of the four of us here. I don't know. I thought that. Oh, that yeah, that's where I was going to go probably if yeah. I were to start. I would yeah. go, but I don't, I don't know that I've ever leg wrestled. Since I don't know, it must have been years. I mean, is well, anyone here particularly good at leg wrestling? So we're going to introduce <laughs> our first story. video clip of the show later, where we where Shane and Dan wrestle. Check out Twitter, Instagram later. It's going to be a we got yeah. extra space in the cabin. We're going to throw a mat down. We're going to wrestle. All right. A good question though. But three beers deep, yeah. wrestling. Three. Okay. Well, I got here a couple minutes late. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Call it six. Usually it's two for me. This is I'm a, I'm breaking a record. Three here. and one, six he's, and he's another. He's basically saying I'm not the problem. Is what no. he's <laughs> so All question right. four here. Last last question, I think. No, there's another one. Oh, no, okay. it's, it's two a, pages. It's, it's, five, five, it's five questions. Five questions. Five questions. Is, you, what, he hasn't listened that much, obviously. He never okay. made it past the fourth question, question in a podcast. <laughs> Skip 15. <laughs> what is my question for? What is my favorite boy band of all time? Oh, Ooh. um, <laughs> Shane's got obviously uh, new kids Shane on the new, all over this one. <laughs> new kids on the block, without a doubt. Why new kids on the block? Mm. Yeah, justify that. I think he's got that. He, he looks like he could be in New Kids on the Block. I mean, if you think about it back in the late 80s, early 90s. I, I don't mean, know if I've ever seen like any of his dance dance moves really, though. So I don't I, know I'm if he's a he, decent wedding dancer. I yeah, would say, yeah. And he yeah. can pull it off. I can see him getting into wedding. If dancing. you were like an alternate in a boy band, you think yeah, yeah. you can make it? I, I would. Yeah, I would say I could do that. How about your singing? How's your singing? Yeah, off key, too deep, baritone. <laughs> wow, that was specific. <laughs> wow, that was, that was, uh, that was what I meant is, it's good for something, but not for a boy band. He's obviously thought about this but, before. But every boy band needs a baritone, right? That's true for certain parts. Okay, Mike, what about you? You know, for my money, I think In Sync is probably the best boy band. Just in terms of dance moves, in terms of actual, just sell it all, get uh, it all out there. The actual like best songs, I think their their catalog is better than than some of the others. I I, I do think um, yeah, they've had more stars come out of the actual uh, boy band era. And, and just is that the one that Justin Timberlake was in? Yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to look. I at think that you're as a well. Timberlake fan too, aren't you? I'm a. I'm a Timberlake fan. Yeah. And I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm not I'm saying at, that's the answer, but I'm. I'm asking I'm you just, guys yeah. to seriously consider this because it's not like name name somebody who from Backstreet Boys who who came out of there and was a you know was their own their own thing. I don't think so. Hmm. That's good. That's a good point. So yeah. I. So Shane, I, I. I think you were a little bit 
lax. But the question your... wasn't what which boy band had the biggest breakout star individually. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I, I think I think you need to think a little bit yeah. more about the I mean, best I, boy I, band I, of, I think, of of Dan's lifetime. I, think, I, can, I can only name like three boy bands, so that's and as far as I go. Look, I didn't even I didn't I. Look, I'm, I'm going to try not to be upset about this, but you didn't even consider you look O-Town. You a little upset, Mike. You didn't even consider O-Town. Wow. I don't think he even knows O-Town. No, I don't know what O-Town is. All right, I'm going to say 98 Degrees because Nick Lachey was in 98 Degrees, oh, and right. he's Ohio from Ohio, yeah. and he married Jessica Simpson. And I, I have a feeling you felt she was kind of hot back in the day before she got super fat. You never did? No, still she's still kind of hot. hot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, 98 Degrees all day. No? Wait, 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 wait. Mike, she's not hot? Oh, she's totally hot. Oh, okay. no, no. Hey, yeah. remember her in Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, I do. Good film. How about those? Great ladies? film. The I would have liked to have seen. Oh my god, would have liked to have seen two roles reversed. Johnny Knoxville as Daisy Duke. <laughs> Jessica <laughs> as who? As <Bossog>? Luke. <laughs> as Boss. As Cletus. Hog. That's because like she could be boss hog and just like give tons because of blowjobs because she way, just likes to hog. I think the way that they were casted was misogynistic. Yeah. Well, it was. I too mean, it was it was one I think based that, on the original show, there wasn't too much they could do. Like, there was only so much creative fact, liberties they could take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess at, at the end of the day, you're trying to sell tickets, you know. So, yeah, I, I get that. So, as, you know. Jessica Simpson and Jessica Daisy Duke. Simpson as Boss Hog. <laughs> Sold. Either way, I'm going to see that movie. Johnny Knoxville as Daisy Duke. Okay, fine. I'm in. I'd like to check it out. I would I would go Backstreet. I mean, if if I'm allowed to, if I may. You're going Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Why? Uh, just I, I think generational. Probably when I hit. Well, all those new kid on the block never, never too young. So I Dan's a little bit younger band, than us. Oh, you're young. How much? How old are you? I'm 41. I'm not. That, no, not that much. Oh, you're like three years younger. I mean, I we're think, all 37. Was, so. yeah. You're practic- so, practically a freshman. Yeah. <laughs> We so, were so, favorite hits. Back to so, so, okay, so no new kids on the block. You're going Backstreet Boys. I'm going back, respect both those answers, 98 Degrees and Sync. but I would just say. <laughs> I'm sorry that you if, have if to respect, respect those answers. <laughs> you don't have, you don't have I, to do that. I, I think we actually lost respect for the fact that you do respect You, you don't have to respect those you answers. Had to respect the answers means you lost respect. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. From the Backstreet Boys' perspective, nobody came out of that well, as, Nick a, as a blue Well, Nick Carter had chip. a reality show, I think. But yeah, no, I think no, Aaron no, Carter no. had a bigger, better reality. <laughs> Maybe that's right. Yeah, I get uh, the Carter boys confused, but both great artists, not Justin Timberlake. <laughs> both great artists in their own right. Yeah. Can like, I ask no, a sub a yeah. sub question of this question? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Just Mike. sum it up. Who's the worst uh, from all of these from all of these boy bands? There's a guy who shouldn't have ever been famous. Johnny Wahlberg. Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone is where I think was the... There's even, there's even one worse than that. And it's the guy that I can't even name. And Tell us what he looked like. There's Joey Fatone, but there's also the guy that had like white boy dreads and a goatee. Yeah, that that's, wasn't that's even, who I was. Like, at least we know Joey Fatone's name. We don't know that guy's name. That what, guy, from what band? I don't even know. That guy was in NSYNC. And yeah. like, we that's don't know that guy's name. the guy you get as a guest on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. could. We could. We could. I mean, gonna... Or you get a $7 cameo. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that guy was in, yeah, that guy was part of a boy band that is probably still making money today on royalties yeah. and 
Who knows? That guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, though. I think we all. Hold on, I'm Googling it. That. Yeah, let's. Oh, I don't even know. Let's get a name. Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick. I, That's a, I know who Lance Bass is. JC Of course you do. Uh oh, I think Dan just read the last question already. And he's going to have yeah, a hard got, time composing himself. Shoulder jiggles. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going record, record, long time podcast, and I don't care. I'll no, edit this. We got, one, we got one uh, question. We get to, yeah. So, question five here. Um, have I ever thought? Have I ever thought about coming out of Plato's Closet? <laughs> wow, this is you know this is another like therapy thing that you probably didn't know you were signing on to. I didn't know I was in Plato's Closet. Oh, apparently you're in it. Whether or not, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I've never had like a, a shower situation with Dan would would make me think that he would. Um, it's not to say that he wouldn't. I'm just saying I've never personally experienced it. He does seem to really love his wife and his kids, and I think he's pretty happy where it's at. I mean, the fact that his dad was a priest, you know, makes you wonder. But uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say he likes to stay pretty much soundly in his closet. I think he's staying in his closet. I think he does have some regrets about like the price that they that they, you know, charge people for their clothes that they turn in. <laughs> have, has anyone ever brought stuff to Plato's closet? I know my wife yeah. has. I mean, not me. I mean, I bring things to. I, I have brought things to Plato's closet, and they're like, "Okay, cool, yeah, this, that, that, that. Okay, that'll be thirty-five cents. We'll pay you thirty-five cents for everything you brought in." I'm like, seriously, like. I just walked around your entire store. You, you don't, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, Plato's Closet has got a, a profit margin. It's got to be through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of coming out of Plato's Closet, <laughs> I think I, I, Ian, Dan's, Dan's going to yeah. stay in. I think yeah. he's going to stay in Plato's Closet. And, he's going to uh, be. I think he's, he's going to keep riding that that profit wave. <laughs> I think Dan's going to be a little curious regarding the closet and what the coming out of the closet might mean. He might explore it like on a when he's you know the wife takes the kids somewhere, the in-laws on a on a Friday night. He might explore that and head to a you know a bar in a different different area and kind of see what happens. But in general, I think Baltimore. he's happy. I think he's happy where he's at. I think Dan is. <laughs> Dan Dan goes to gay bars and tries to sell his old clothes. <laughs> that's, I just bring a, bring a whole. I yeah. bring a back like what Shane brought today and pack that thing with. with <laughs> yeah, I don't think we even mentioned the bag that Shane yeah. shows up and. We mentioned every show since he brought it. It's like it's, it's like a cute little like a, tote from Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, like a Forever Twenty One or one of those like oh, it's one a, of those like it's pyramid th- schemes that 31, the women thirty one same oh, yeah, thing yeah they, it's the same thing yeah I always put my our crap for the podcast in a bag all right and it has some just black and teal get, colors it's just a bi curious bag that's all it is. <laughs> I'm secure in my manhood. Uh, you have if you're to be. Not, if you're not, you'd have to be to carry that thing around. Good yeah. questions, guys. Zebra well, striped and turquoise. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that uh, you were able to join us today, Dan. It was a blast. Learned um, a lot about myself. I'm sure you did, and it's probably going to be a lot of unpacking to do in the next next couple of days. <laughs> yeah. If you need uh, some therapy, we're not paying for that. <laughs> but I think uh, that's good, man. It was a good good show. We talked a little bit about Christmas. Talked about yep. the Browns and. The horrible Steelers, and uh, learned a little bit about Dan. Had a lot of fun with you guys today, and I think Absolutely. Mike Stahl is going to uh, going to play us out here. Mike, I'm going to play out. Uh, so for the everyone who's listening, that was Warren Zevon, Lawyers, Guns, and Money that opened the show, and then I'm going to take you out to uh, 
I'm going to take you out to Carlos Santana and uh, winning in honor of the Browns finally winning. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll see you guys next week.